previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. Have we met? Did you not just walk in? Uh, we most certainly did not. Sork is a little hurt, but she understands. Aww. She's in the middle of running out. I'm also stopping to pick up Grandma. The scarab gives you some very similar uh, to Manette's scarab. Probably never have seen uh, someone who followed Capri dressed so nicely. It's like he's ripping a part of his, himself out from his head. Her mother was the adventurer, not her. Pippa loved hearing the stories about her mother's adventures, but she likes familiar things. Cannot even get a sound out because she's staring at this bunny. Anna, he just seems very flustered. This is the first time you probably see him uncomposed. Well, servant's not the right word. Uh, Associates. Uh, also, that's not quite right. Contractors. Contractors. Oh, yeah. All right. Offers. Independent yes. contractors. <laughs> Freelancers, one might say. Freelancers. <laughs> Ever crescent as the moon, symbols of the warrior's pride. The answer to this question oh. lies in the chamber beyond. Bring me the answer, and I shall give you what you seek. It doesn't matter because your three points damage is actually enough to kill him. Yes! <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> My <Amazing>. stupid pit! <laughs> that was the stupidest death! Hello, world travelers. I hope you all are doing well out in the world, and I wanted to let you know we appreciate you. We have been gearing up for some fantastic surprises coming your way in the upcoming months, including recently starting to record our newest podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, following Paizo's Extinction Curse Adventure Path. Our plans could not happen without the support of listeners like you, and that's why we are, we're hoping, if you haven't yet, you might consider joining our Patreon. You can do so by using the URL fantasticworlds.cash. Your support helps us make sure we can continue to grow and expand what we are doing and also help pay the bills. Well, I think we've plugged enough today. We are so excited to share with you what we have been working on in the next couple of months. But until then, I hope you enjoy episode 69, Overboard. So I have to say that last game's level up was the saddest level up <laughs> I think I've ever experienced in any game I've ever seen. Everybody's like, yay. Yay. We killed a boar. We dropped it in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. ripped its tusks off. Not yet. That's right. You haven't ripped its tusks off yet. And then I was like, you've leveled up. <laughs> it was just so anticlimactic because I finally got the trip on it, which should have been exciting. But then to have it immediately die when I dropped it in the hole was just, I don't know. Yeah. Mine was, uh, well, I said it last episode. It's, if there was anything, it was, a, if there was any other sort of monster uh, flipping troll or ogre, you know, who the hell cares? But the quest or the puzzle was, you know, uh, mutilate this creature as part of the quest. You know, we've killed wolves, we've killed animals before, you know, Braxis eats them all the time, but it's part of the regular kind of adventuring type or survival. This was more, again, mutilate this creature to unlock a door. To Braxis, that was gross. He's not da, happy da, about da, it, by da. the way. 
Yeah, da 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 You know, if I was playing Legend of Zelda and it was kill a hundred chickens to get this special item, it'd be, ew, that's kind of gross, but I want that item. Sure, I'll do it as Angel, but as a Braxis, he's going to go, wait, I have to do what? You know, he'll put a hundred chickens in a stew. That's, you know, that's one thing. Killing for sport is not your thing, for sure. And that's what this basically was. You were killing for sport. That's for him is what put the damper, or for me, as on the level up. That being said, there is the option to package the meat up and use for later. <laughs> Why let it go to waste? But yeah. it's going to be tainted, too. That's we've that's going to be his real... <laughs> the what? I said we've tenderized it by throwing it oh, down that God. pit. Oh, we're going <laughs> to Oh, yeah, we're going to make the le- yeah, lechon. Yeah, we're going to cover and make lechon, yeah. We just put some coals over it, put the, bury it, let it cook for a bit. I like the ravens like, what's taking them so long? We're making lechon. We have to respect <laughs> the death by eating it. <laughs> the ravens like, what's taking so long? And why does it smell so good down that hallway? <laughs> mm. Aren't dire creatures like evil? I thought dire just, no, they're just doing cake. their thing. They're labeled, they're labeled evil by the, t- uh, the two legs, Jess. But they're just doing their thing. He was a neutral evil a creature, so... So, you know, we've done nah. some stuff. I had to rampage and kill a villager inside of a hut. I guarantee you, if, if he would have saw you first, like if you guys were sitting there camping in a corner, he would have gone after you guys first. It wouldn't have been... Uh, he didn't just ignored you. He would have been like, I want to tear up that camp. And for no good reason mm. either, because is that fool going to eat us? I don't think so. Yeah, I understood both sides of that. I, I I did not think about that consequence. That's one of the things I love about this game is you don't always think when you you guys are all playing your characters as individuals. So, you know, I just read that as, oh, it's you got to go kill this boar, this giant boar that's going to, you know, gore you if you don't kill it. And, you know, Abraxas you know, brought in this whole other element of like, well, I don't want to attack this creature that's not attacking me uh, for no other reason than to take its tusks. And it's, even if it was attacking, I have calm animals, <laughs> charm animals, speak with animal. I have, I, you know, there is other ways other than killing it if yeah. we just needed its tusks. And it wasn't just a dire, dire boar. It was a fiendish dire boar. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yikes. No wonder we leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was a beast of Gelgast. <laughs> so let's go ahead and start out with what you guys did with your levels ups. I think everybody gets a feed increase at level seven, right? Yes. yes. Oh yeah, we do. God. Yeah, we do. God, I hope you didn't take a teamwork. Finally. Feat. Oh, oh, let's change it. Do you guys want to change it right now? There was. We a, could. No, there I was a, plan. a I'm sorry. sweet one. I actually, I need, <laughs> I need my feet for myself this particular level. This is all. Yeah, it's also the flavor of my new feet is too good. I can't let it go. Yeah. So. Oh no, it was. We were. Do, I'm with that. We were due for you know an, an individual feat. It was good to burn the um, escape artist. Ra- or whatever, oh, escape or no, route. A scout escape route. Yeah. That one was flipping cool. So burning it, you know, I could have used. What was I going to get something else with it? I think it was like a weapon focus. But that was totally worth it. We got a lot of mileage out of it. There's a lot of good work that comes out of a feat like that. But then if you end up losing members of your group, that teamwork feat only works with Abraxas and Pippa now. Yeah, but it does still work with the two of us. Yes. And it's going to be very helpful for someone who is so squishy. Although she's not really squishy anymore. I'm the one with the, well, Buon and I. <laughs> I actually reevaluated my gear. And now that I have enough like sorcerer gear, I'm actually taking off my masterwork chain shirt Ooh. because I get negatives on my casting wearing that thing. And so this way, like it does drop my IC back down to something more sorcerer-esque. <laughs> yeah, laugh it up, Dustin, I guess. <laughs> what does it drop it to? It drops it down to 20 instead of 22. 
Okay. That's still pretty good. Which is still pretty good. (laughs) But what the hell am I doing? So Abraxas, what did you choose to level up as? I went up as a fighter. Two level spider now, huh? So yeah. two level spider. I was going to go back to Druid because, you know, he still has that connection. He's in the winter wonderland. He's been doing the meditation thing with the party. But he's been off camera, increasing the amount of push-ups he does, practicing with all his weapons because now he's got a good amount of weapons. He has a great sword, a hammer. He has Manette's old spear. And, uh, you know, he used to spar with her as part of his training but now he's kind of doing it himself i was watching kill bill uh this week and you know has the when she uh she's trained with pai mei and has like the red background she's doing all the little kung fu moves she's doing it on her own and also with his silhouette so he's been as much as he can you know training without you know without a mentor i wanted to go with something to reflect that he's been putting a lot more work into you know the martial arts than, you know, communing as much with nature. So I went with another fighter. I almost Im- imagine when you said the shadow boxing thing, like him actually like, imaginary shadow boxing with Manette, doing the moves they used to do when they would spar and just doing it solo, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spinning with the spear. Spin! <laughs> you know, getting used to the weight of the hammer. So not that the party has like a lot of time to rest. I feel like... We haven't had any downtime in a while, but yeah, outside he, of like our most recent sleep. Yeah. So um maybe he sees it in his sleep, kinda of again back to Kill Bill where she's she's sleeping <laughs> and she's dreaming of punching the board and when uh she punches it in her sleep, maybe he's, you know, swinging swinging the mallet around. So I went with another fighter level uh for role play. What I didn't know, which was cool, is that second level I get a plus one will save versus fear. I didn't know that. I found that out later <laughs> when I was printing out my character sheet. And I'm like, yes, yes. Excellent. <laughs> that makes it an even better flavor choice for Abraxas of like oh. <laughs> working on toughening up his resolve. Oh, seriously. I, fe- yeah. I think I've gotten feared at least three times. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's always me. And I have a decent, you know, I used to think Will was my lowest save going I was going to take uh, Iron Will as a feat, but I have a plus seven will, or I guess plus eight versus fear now. Oh my my God. lowest is <laughs> reflex, but I usually roll well. It's just when it comes to the damn fear, you know, I roll a two or a five. And the crazy thing is you used to like be standing next to Manette too. So you also were getting a plus four bonus and you would still manage to get Yeah, feared. that's why I would be so pissed off. Yeah, I took a lot of brutality from you when you would get here. Well, then I'd have to like read a book because there's nothing you could do. Okay, if we were just playing, it wasn't a podcast. Uh, I'd go to the kitchen and get something to eat, you know, read up on the next spell or level. But here it's, okay, well, I want to listen to the rest of the dialogue, so I'm here. But it's, you can't do anything. But it's also a game mechanic. So you can't just go, hey, Dustin, don't stun us. Don't entangle us. Don't fear us. Because, well, that's ridiculous of a request. But there's also <laughs> that element of, oh, um, I I can't do anything for 20 minutes. Okay, cool. The unfortunate <laughs> thing about that is that's often a strategy when it's one car- like one bad guy against four of you or three to four of you is eliminating one of you guys for a round or two it gives me as a monster an advantage but it's in turn it does suck for you because i nothing is worse than waiting for your turn and then it being wasted because you're feared or you missed or 
or are heaven sucked into some kind of slime mold. Oh god damn. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. And then but it wasn't and it wasn't just you either cuz I remember uh Odessa and I were both sitting there like, "Let's get her out." <laughs> yeah. Yep. So then you're wasting both of your turns trying to bust me out of this thing. <laughs> yeah, Abraxas over there summoning and us two trying to break you out of slime. It was ridiculous. I want some. I was looking. There's no like iron gut feet because I'd be, you know what? I'm going to eat that jello. That'd be cool. But there's no such feet. But I want to create a feet. I don't know, Dustin. I need a gastric related feet. All my feet should be food oriented. You're able to eat oozes. You went up a fighter. So the end, you get a feet for getting hitting level seven and do you get a feet as a fighter because i think it seems like fighters get a feet almost yeah, every so level. i got a feet for level seven and a feet for being a fighter because of his practicing i took step up which is oh, God damn it. jess is yes. no stranger to yeah and i said i would do that remember we we're uh, fighting the dumb intelligence one rock elemental that was strategizing and he kept moving away I'm like, that's not going to happen later on. So, yeah, I took step up. Abraxas has seen it in action. He's probably had a chance to practice it. And now he's going with it as part of his combat style. And you don't have the problem Manette has because you don't get affected by snow. So you could actually step up in difficult terrain that is snow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh Jesus. And I have so a magic good. item of it's not snow where I'd still be affected as it. Because regular druids, like your generic druid... Gets that in various terrains, but I mine specific for ice and snow, but I have that wand. So yes, I can take five foot steps as an immediate action. Where you going? (laughs) So I took that one and kind of, um, again, also to the nod to his style. He wasn't, you know, he didn't go to fighter school. He wasn't part of a, a guard. He doesn't have military training. So my Fighter feat I took is Barroom Brawler. You have learned how to mimic the combat tricks and forms of others. So it lets me, as a move action, I can gain the benefit of a combat feat that I don't possess. <gasps> so let's say I wanted to do, what's that, combat reflexes that lets you have additional attacks oh. of opportunity. I could just activate into that mode. Wow. That's, That's amazing. Cool. So That's great. Swiss Army Druid. <laughs> you are like the coolest character, I swear. Yep. <laughs> Oh, Swiss Army Druid. That's a new class. <laughs> I think I'm going to kind of play it as far as like, he's just going to try different things. There's a combat feat. I think it's like Dirty Fighter where maybe he's, yes. you know, he feels cornered. He's like, I'm just going to throw dirt at their face. Oh, that works. I'm going to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> yes. When you said that, it just makes me think of the, remember the old Tick cartoon back in the day, the Swiss Army, and they have giant Swiss Army knives on their back. And that's like what they use as their their weapons. And I just I just uh, picture Bricks yeah. just running down with a giant Swiss Army knife on his back <laughs> with all his weapons in it. You gotta like. Okay, here's a combat feat: Death from above. Gain plus five bonus on attack rolls when charging from higher ground Ooh. or flying. Wow! So it gives me a little bit of versatility without him being, you know, fully trained. That is awesome. Uh, what's your uh, hit die there? So it's a die ten. Let's roll off here. All right. Oh, boo. I got a three. Oh, no. I got a one. Huh. <gasps> All right. Okay. Well, three so I guess three. Three it is. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Damn it. That sucks. I think I rolled max last time. So at least it gave me a little bit of cushion. I have never rolled max. That is the first time that I think the HP roll off has actually not 
gotten yielded a very positive result. No, that was uh, my last hit die roll. Oh, uh, <laughs> was was the time because I think was I only like got two? I got like two additional hit points. <laughs> it did suck. <laughs> it sucked a lot. All that it's all the it's all his midnight snacky. <laughs> He'd be super robust if it just wasn't for all that snacking. Just that stress sack of Eating his man. feelings, yeah. <laughs> okay, Mr. Logan. So you got, you literally one episode, one in like a part of an episode in and you got to level up. So congratulations. I know, I'm pretty sure at the last, at the end of the episode, I was like, me too? Question mark? I go back and forth because a lot of times, and I think I probably will do this moving forward because we were high enough level where is like when a new character comes on, it, they usually start a level behind because you can catch up pretty quickly with XP. Um, but I figured it probably is going to start in level eight when I start doing that. And we're all casters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess except Abraxas, kind of. But well, like. well, technically Logan is is a hybrid. He has a summon creature that can basically is a. I'm I wear also many a hybrid, yeah. I guess. Yeah, actually, the only one who isn't a hybrid is Pippa for the most part. Well, I mean, Pippa's got rogue. Pippa's got mm. some rogue shit, That's so she's true. a she's also a hybrid. Like we all multiclassed, I'm pretty weird. sure. I mean, hybrid no. like frontline fighter kind of hybrid. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah, no, Pippa does not do any frontline stuff. Pippa, Pippa is a back of the line hiding behind trees. <laughs> oh, unless you're doing sweet ass somersaults over things to blast them with fire. Oh, oh absolutely. God. I mean, but those are last, last, last resorts. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, I'm assuming you went in the level of summoner since you're still enjoying that? No, I went swashbuckler. <gasps> Did you no, really? <laughs> oh, man, I got so oh, excited. Everybody's faces were like, whoa. That was worth it. I like that I got Dustin, too, even though I've been talking like, to you oh. about the summoner stuff. I was like, did you change it last minute and not tell me? Well, you know, he isn't going to get his summon creature till the net tomorrow, so maybe he went that way so he can do stuff. Yeah, I thought ahead. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> Tired of this shit already. <laughs> Two episodes in. No, I went Summoner to keep it consistent because I have an end goal with Kuneho that requires level ups in Summers. We should say you're an Unchained Summoner. Yes, you're not I'm just an Unchained summoner. summoner. I did not pick... Yeah, because there's technically two different types of Summoners. Apparently everyone hates the Vanilla Summoner because they're OP. <laughs> and I did not want that hate to come on. So I oh, chose Unchained. Should have taken the hay. You nah. went with the kinky summoner instead <laughs> of the really vanilla summoner. I really wish you'd summer. taken the no, hay. No, it's it's the unkinky <laughs> summoner because it's unchained. But no, I went unchained summoner the, all, all my classes. <clears throat> uh, but no, I mean, I got like a I got new spells. Oh wait, no, we're just doing feats. Why well, I'm stupid. Um, I chose spell focus conjuration. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. You definitely are very much playing the character that's all about knowing everything and oh, kind of yeah. just like focusing on internal stuff, which I've never actually seen someone play fully. Uh, <laughs> I think oftentimes because it's kind of a challenge because you don't get to, you're not necessarily someone who jumps into the fray at every moment. No, you're someone who's going <laughs> to. This is my jam. This is why I always wanted to play a summoner because I was like, I want to be a Jojo. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't do things. Kuneho does things for me. So you got your feats mm-hmm. and in your spells. You went into third level spells, right? I did. For the I have first access time. to third level spells. Which... Did you not get those at six? No, I did not. What? Summoners get a very restricted spell tree because yeah. most of their power goes into their Edelon. Yeah. So it's like it's like fast tracked yet not at the same time. It's kind of weird. But I ha- so I know three more spells. One level one, two level threes. 
So I got one that heals my Edelon Rejuvenate, Edelon Lesser, because that's the only way to heal them. So technically, Jess, you couldn't have healed them last time. Oh. <laughs> they would have still died anyway, so it doesn't matter. And then I took, I have Haste now, which I'm very excited about to help you all yes. out. Haste is badass. Yes, And then nice. I have Marionette Possession. That sounds okay. dark. I was like, I need to hear that because I, when I heard you guys saying this when I logged on, I was like, what? That sounds like an Andromeda spell. I'm. S- <laughs> I know. I, I love it because, let's see. So you you project your soul out of your body and into the body of a willing creature. This possession <gasps> is blocked by protection from evil or a similar ward. The target soul shares its body with you. It is helpless but can still use its senses. You and the target soul can communicate telepathically as if using a common language. You keep your intelligence, wisdom, charisma, level class, base, blah, blah, blah. Body retains its blah, blah, blah. Uh, body with extra limbs does not allow you to make more attacks. Yeah, but basically I get to drive a body that's willing. Damn. <laughs> so and, awesome. And we share souls. Can you Ew. do it by force? Because like, I know it's willing, but yeah. then like, can, if they fail a will save, you can um, still be like, you're willing. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, ha- it, be it has to be first. It has to be what target one willing creature. Although the saving throw okay. says will so... negates. See text. Yeah, so like they would have to make a will save. Yeah. For you to be able to. Yeah. And then you could overpower their will potentially. Yeah. So you could potentially do it to enemies. I could, yeah. So that's why I took it because I thought like if I have. Oh my god. If I have no summon creatures. You're my creature. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I am so excited about this. <laughs> Skill level ups after that. Nothing sexy. Oh, I have <laughs> I have summon monster four now as a ability. <gasps> oh, apparently that's yeah. sexy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently you need summons. to give Buwan the cauldron there, Braxis. Um, I think that's definitely what's needed now. Yeah, I summoned those shit. What about Kuneo? What he got some new things too, right? Yeah, Kuneo, they got a bunch of stuff. Did they, they digivolve? They digivolve. <laughs> So looking at Kaheo, I know you decided to hold on an evolution so you can get some more points to upgrade later. Um, then just this one would be... Yeah, so Kuneo doesn't get anything because you're holding off for later. No, just uh, I know how to play them. Yeah, and you do get some hit, <laughs> you do get some hit points for Kuneo. Kuneo is a... D10. D10, okay. Whoa, that's me I rolled a nine. I got a seven. Okay, nine I'll it is. nine. Hell yeah. Wow. I want Man, that that's... nine. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that nine. No. That's not even possible for me. My creature's dead. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then for Buwan, uh, you are a... Okay. A what? I rolled an eight. I got a two. Eight for Buwan. All right. Well, that's, that's good. good. That, that's good. Summoners are pretty beefy. <gasps> I'm going to die and become a summoner. <laughs> you don't want to be Buon, at least, because he has a 12 AC. Back in the oh, crowd, he. buffing. Pew, pew. Oh, guys, it happened. I'm in hybrid form. My HP is 69. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, you know, coincidentally, this is episode 69. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Excellent. It happened. And then next on the list, let's go with Jess. Jess, did you do anything interesting with Andromeda for her level seven? Oh my God. Oracles are really cool guys. Okay. So first of all, I chose a very juicy, flavorful mystery. I'm realizing like a lot of them are more powerful than what I have, but my mystery is so good. You get revelations every so often in general as an Oracle. 
And my revelation for this level that I've chosen is Wings of Darkness. <gasps> what is that? So, yes. As a swift action, you can manifest a set of translucent inky wings that grant you a fly speed of 60 feet with good maneuverability. Oh, my God. So hot. that's amazing. <laughs> I can fly like a creepy translucent bat. You can fly? <laughs> you I can fly. fly. I'm like becoming fly. more and more vampiric with every... Let me just say, Arr. I have gone full vampire at this point, <laughs> basically. Because the other thing that happened is I found out there's an oracle feat called Eldritch Heritage. Which means that I can take a sorcerer bloodline. I, all I get from that bloodline, though, is the first level power. <laughs> but sometimes those are cool. <laughs> All that happens, it's not very complicated, Dustin, don't worry. All that happens is that I get the first level power for that bloodline. So I chose the Sanguine bloodline with the idea that the reason she has this bloodline is she was stillborn, essentially, and then came back to life. Anyways, which is kind of Whoa. creepy and fucked Ooh. up. But, um, <laughs> everything about Andromeda is like an eldritch nightmare. <laughs> see? Abraxas, oh, oh, you took another witch level, I see. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to fucking yeah. study you. So the first level power I get from the Sanguine bloodline, which is a subset of the undead bloodline, um, at first level, you can gain sustenance from the blood of the recently dead. As a standard action, you can drink the blood of a creature that died within the past minute. And I get some hit points and also am sated as though I had a full meal. So. Uh, a breakfast, uh... How am I the only person in this party that doesn't eat the dead? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> They're just recently dead. Eat the dead. I know, warm. but your Eidolon does. <laughs> Kuneho does eat the And dead, you possess so. people. And you How possess am I the people. only normal person? I do things with souls. It's different. <laughs> it's, it's classy. You put your finger up as yeah, you possess it's people. It's different. Mm. So what we've said is Angel and Jess have gone from having characters that are sandwich buddies to now literal... Snack body buddies. buddies. Now you can partner up after we've killed something if Abraxas eats the flesh and then he like <laughs> sections off part of it so that oh Andromeda God. can drink the runoff blood. It's just a horrible image of both of them like sprinting towards a dead oh body God. and Abraxas <laughs> just tearing into the meat and Andromeda like hungrily <laughs> hunched over with these horrible wings coming out of her back and just like slurping down blood. Like, can you? We are a horrible scary party we're gonna, <laughs> so we're gonna have like a, a fruit punch mouth <laughs> adventures like oh a little kid God. and with big sparkly eyes with her mouth just dripping blood yeah we're um i'm just imagining the kool-aid man like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Here. Blood frenzy. Yeah. Oh, and then Cuneho, not to mention Cuneho on the other side munching away. Like we're and then eventually freaking, swallowing whole. Yes, oh. and swallowing the body once we're all done. Oh my god, we're horrible. Poor Pippa, I'm so sorry. Poor Pippa is gonna be it's natural. I feel so much better about all of the like pacts with evil people that I've been making. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, theirs are much more outwardly like, is this evil? Question mark. Um, <laughs> I have some, things is not evil. I have, Depends on how you look at it. <laughs> and yeah. that's why I added the question mark. Is mm -hmm. this evil? Question mark. 
It's natural. It's all natural. And Pippa's is more like an internalized evil. Yeah, I have some literal internal demons that I'm struggling with, but... (laughs) I mean, me too, but... (laughs) Yeah, you too. (laughs) Andromeda's a twofer. She's a twofer. A Pippa will have tea with him, though. (laughs) The rest of us are like, yeah, give us some fucking power. Yep. Andromeda's like, leave me alone. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you. So what else has Andromeda got going for her? I don't remember what I had already like said last time about what I have. Uh, that means I can't remember what new things I have. But basically, I have so many spells. Tell us your favorite spell. I took Bless. So that will allow you guys to get a plus one morale bonus on attack That's rolls cool. and saving throws against fear effects. Oh, thank Angel. goodness. Nicey, Any- nice, nice. I'm all for anything that will help me against fear I'll effects for Pete's sake because damn... <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. Shield of Faith is new. Oh, I have Silence. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's great. That would yes, be cool. Please use we're... that on lots and lots of other casters. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only other cool one I got, the one I'm most excited about, is Bestow Curse. So, I get to choose one of the following minus six decrease to an ability score. Wow. Minus four penalty on attack rolls, saves ability checks and skill checks, or each turn the target has a 50% chance to act normally. Otherwise, it takes no action. So. Okay. So, Jess, what is your hit die? My hit die is a D8. Gotta be a D8. Gotta be a D8. Okay. I got a two. I got a seven. Oh, there we go. Nice. Oh, my God. You guys. Mm. 69. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Oh boy, we did it! Living all my my twelve-year-old dreams, like chortle while he's listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, sixty-nine can get a grown person to even chuckle. Uh Okay, and last but never ever least is Abigail with Pippa. What'd you do with Pippa? I did something I'm super, super excited about. So I was going to just take another level of sorcerer, but I was reviewing my character shirt and realized I now meet the prerequisites for the Arcane Trickster Prestige class. (gasps) Get out of town. And so I took a level of that. Oh my gosh, that's like classic. Oh my God. I have not seen anybody Uh, play that in ages. I know. And I'm really excited to do it because I've never I've never done Arcane Trickster in like either D and D or obviously Pathfinder. And I am super excited about that is cool. I just feel like that is what Pippa was made for, as I conceived of her, of just being (laughs) a magic rogue. (laughs) Yes. So I am deeply excited. So in order to qualify, that is what I had to spend my feet on is I had to take the accomplished sneak attack feat in order to get my sneak attack die up to 2d6 so that I can take this class. So (laughs) that is what I spent my feet on. Are you technically triple classing them? Do they still call it prestige class? Is that still the name what it's called? It's a prestige class. So you're prestiged. It's called prestige class. Oh, Abby's the only one that's prestigious. Whoa, how appropriate. That's very Pippa of her. (laughs) 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 To be prestigious. Well, a multi-class character, usually you take some disadvantages with your advantages. Prestige classes tend to actually give you a lift. Yeah. They don't really take away, other than you don't go down like your sorcerer line or something like that. That's the difference. 
I think that one counts as a caster class. Doesn't it add to your caster class? Like it doesn't take away from it? Yeah. So here's what you get with Arcane Trickster. I get this feat called uh, Ranged Ledgermane where, or Ledgerman? Ledger. Ledger Germain? Ledger? Ledger Germain? Whatever. I don't know. Basically, I can disable devices from like 30 feet away. So effing cool. (laughs) Now, which is awesome. No logs gonna hit you. Yeah, fuck log traps. Justin will still make it happen. (laughs) A hole. (laughs) Logs are gonna come flying at you now. Uh, So that's really cool. They're heat seeking logs now. (laughs) See, I knew it. I knew it. Fucking God. Wow. Great. This guy. Shut up, Dustin. Dustin, you sit there and you be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) You you want me to be quiet and look pretty? Yes. So the next thing, I still get all of my spells as if I had leveled up, taken a level in Sorcerer. Um, I don't get anything else. I don't get like any of the other benefits of leveling up down that line, but I do still get my spells. I got two new spells and I think an extra spell slot for level two spells. So now I can do four second level spells per day and I get to learn a second one. So I took Scorching Ray yeah. for oh, that range touch goodness. <laughs> So juicy. Oh, so man, I wish I was juicy. still a paladin. <laughs> we would be blasting the hell out of things if I was still a paladin. That would be amazing. Just, you know, just bring back Manette from whatever crazy dimension that is. and She's going to warp out. We'll just warp and then out. we're saying goodbye to Andromeda. <laughs> Swap places. <laughs> so I also got an extra first level spell, and I took Detect Secret Doors, just because oh. that sounds useful. Yes. Uh, so that is what I've got going on. So what's your hit die? My hit die is a D6. D6, the lowest of the group. I am a sorcerer. So. And I got a five. Ooh. I also got a five, so five it is. Five buddies. <laughs> That's five pretty good. Buddies. <laughs> you got five on it. <laughs> I got five on it. <laughs> on it. That's going to be stuck in my head. I have to go listen to that now. Okay, and then let's go ahead and jump into bonds. Let's start with you. What did Pippa, did Pippa resolve any bonds first off? Which it's been a whole like two episodes since we had yes, new book bonds. So, so no, yeah, no bonds resolved. I, I thought about maybe trying to resolve the bond that I have with Andromeda about how I think she's kind of reckless because she has been pulling back a bit lately, but not enough yet, I think, to make. It wasn't an earned bond yet. Yeah, that would have been just because I want the hero point, which I do. <laughs> how many hero points do you have right now two but i would like to be back at max that would be great um so i mean so how do we want to do this do we want to do it like since it's at a level do we just want to go back through all of the bonds that we have well, i'm, well, I'm not just... changing any and i'm not adding new ones i just added i i added a few for buon but everything else is still the why same as it was two episodes ago why don't you just add the ones that you added for buon let's just do that let's just anything that resolved we'll do that and then anything that you've added um, or yeah, yeah, and re- remember, resolve doesn't always have to be. You can you can discontinue a bond because it's no longer active too. I don't really have any new bonds with anybody. With I mean, with a uh, Abraxas or Andromeda, um, those are the same because I redid those like two episodes ago, so they are the same. I have one new bond with Argentea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this bond is it goes like this. I have acquired a cat with my face. <laughs> Dustin spitting out his drink. <laughs> I am attempting to be in deep denial about this. <laughs> but at the same time, I know I should be utilizing her and learning how she can further our quest. End of bond. 
So cold. <laughs> That's the most passive aggressive Bond. <laughs> that thing is so weird. It's so weird. It scares her so much. She doesn't really want to acknowledge that it's happening at all, but she also knows that it could be useful. <laughs> you could try out different looks on her, like haircuts, hairstyles. It's kind of like you a could shrink the glamour, the glamour armor down to her size and put it on her, and then make her wear a little dress so she looks like a little you. Nope, that is even weirder, and that's not going to happen. And oh my god, that's an amazing idea, Logan. You should absolutely do that at some point. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know what's going on, uh, Logan had typed out that he is going to marionette possess Argentea the cat. That <laughs> sounds so that funny. Pippa's going to hate that so much. Please do it. <laughs> and I'll tell you all about Argentea. We share souls. So do you have any additional bonds? Yeah. So adding? speaking of Buon and his <laughs> creepy abilities, I have three new bonds for Buon. So the first one is Buon is clearly exactly the style of friend that I used to covet. Moneyed, well-read, with excellent manners, and clearly well-connected. I look forward to opportunities to enjoy the finer things where they can be found with him. That's one bond. The second one is, that said, Buon's connections are based in Irison, and he mentioned that he has worked with halflings in the past, a situation that would be very odd indeed in Irison, from what I know of my mother's time here and the reactions I've gotten from the locals. I need to find out more about where he comes from and why he was in White Throne in the first place. And then my third bond for Buon is, is Buon a mark or a partner, a friend or a foe? Can he be trusted with our mission and with the lives of my companions? I am going to have to watch him very carefully until he does something to prove that he can be trusted, Gios or no. Mark ass bitch. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) My name's not Mark. (laughs) Mark. Uh, what about you there, Abraxas? Do you have you resolved slash added any bonds? I I think I resolved one with this recent level. Okay, so one of them I had with Pippa, um, and I'll leave it to the group. I think yay, but um, I'd also be okay with a nay. Uh, Fang, Fur, and the Elements have served me on my travels. I may have to adapt to ensure Pippa and I can weather any menace. Ooh. And now that he's focusing more on his martial abilities... I feel that he's kind of honored that that kind of adaptation. Yeah, I would agree, because I don't think if Abraxas was just still on his own doing his travels, he would have been a leveled up in Warrior. He probably would have just continued on his Druid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, we can call that done, in my opinion. How many uh, hero points does Abraxas have right now? I usually have zero, but I swear I got one last time and I haven't spent it, because you know me, I like spent them immediately. Mm-hmm. So I want to <laughs> say one... But I need to backtrack and uh, listen to episodes to just double check if I hadn't burned it immediately. So that would make two potentially right now. Yeah. Did you add any bonds? Yes. Um, I added one for Pippa. I came into this world possessing destructive powers. One bite could transform a pacifist into a bloodthirsty creature. The strength I draw from the natural world can create a mist or unleash a maelstrom. Pippa's enchanting and destructive powers are growing. She did not have the mentors I now see I was fortunate to have. She cannot hear the encouraging whispers of the frost, the wisdom of the mountains. I hope I can provide her the confidence and courage to dance in the tempest and embrace her own claws and fang. Oh my gosh. Because, you know, we had that kind of little heart to heart 
Oh, the fangs and claws bit literally made me tear up a little bit. That is so sweet. I really liked our kind of the role play moment we had with, you know, this is new power for her. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she didn't grow up with it. Uh, You know, that's what doesn't she have like a bond or connection with Andromeda? Because Andromeda also kind of came into these powers recently. So they're new. He's always had these and he's never really realized, oh, shit, that can be scary. You know, to him, he's. Always been a monster. To right? clarify, Andromeda was born with, like, basically born with her powers. <laughs> oh, oh, right, but they're, they're like manifesting differently, like just recently. Is they're yeah, they're changing. Yeah, you know, it's scary, but it's okay to be the monster. It, it, it doesn't have to be a negative, you know, connotation or a negative li- label. And she can be this destructive force, but you know, still be Pippa. It's not a negative to be destructive all the time. It doesn't have to have those. Well, the connotations of, you know, this is bad. That is, that's great. I like that. I want to have that one for Pippa. So she that continued is being a sweet. super badass. As I was listening to it, it's like, oh, Braxis is realizing his own privilege. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, you know, he had mentors. And his power doesn't come from within. I mean, he, you know, he casts, but it's it's all external. So it's almost like he has a limiter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, her powers are growing from from within yeah so and she could easily consume herself yeah <laughs> with that's them so uh, yeah especially when you combine that with her chaotic nature it, it becomes a lot more and yours is much more controlled uh do you have any other bonds uh yes okay so i have one more it go oh this is buon the moon is a mixed blessing to my people it provides light for the hunt it grants us power in all our forms. It also empowers the bitter sting of silver and drives those we bite into madness. This herald seems different from the Irisenia I have encountered. Will they prove a mixed blessing? Question. I like it. Similar to, you know, Andromeda's is as far as, okay, that's all well and good. You know, they're in the party. We're kind of put together with fate, what have you. But there's that. I was gonna make a super basic um, bond that goes. I don't trust these mofo's because <laughs> he really, he really doesn't. You know, the circumstances in which they were put together were, you know, combat, rescue. You know, you know, they rescued Andromeda from the tree, and what were they gonna do with this, you know, young child in his eyes? Uh, this wee lamb let her just kind of loose and wander. Same thing for uh, Buon. They already were in the hut, you know, plane traveling. What are they going to do? You know, toss him out the window. And he still has this quest that he needs to take, you know, take care of. So he doesn't want to have it just kind of be nonchalant. Oh, you're in the party. Cool. It's also, okay, you're in the party. That's the reality of it. Or you're in this group or you're locked in with our quest, but, and you seem nice, but I don't know who the hell you are. You're a herald. That's cool. But you're a witch. No, right? He, He doesn't know them. I was about to say I half I expected you for Andromeda and for for um, Buon to have which exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark question mark as your bond for both of them. That should be in fact that should be an unofficial one. Is until he knows otherwise. I mean, look at Andromeda. She's got for him witchy as powers. We only saw Kuneho for the first time last time. For about 36 seconds. <laughs> and it's creepy. And the thing wailed on the pig. If you look back at the uh, episode, Kuneho did good damage. It was like mm-hmm. tanking that thing. And it's not like a little cute rabbit. It's as nightmarish as flipping Lady Argentea. <laughs> that thing is not a cat. It's a creepy thing. It's a giant um, watership down rabbit. Yeah. And it's. Yes. You all are or have nightmare creatures. Yeah. I, again, I was for a feat. I was still considering it's one for shapeshifters. 
where uh, we leave our skin and opponents can trip on it. Oh, that's like Hus oh, oh, Translation. So yes. gross. I looked at it again going, is this it. the level Amazing. I want to take it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I've already established how it uh. changed shape. Um, but oh, I, I always look it at so it much. when I'm looking at feet. I'm like, that'd be so cool. Yeah. You always slipped on your discarded skin. I mean, but then is the drawback of that a selkie situation where, like, if one of them takes the skin, do you have to marry them? (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Could be. How hot are they? (laughs) I know. I was like, is it Manette's hot dead? (laughs) Then it's like, whoops, I left my skin right in front of you. (laughs) Sorry. How clumsy of me. Don't take that. Wink. (laughs) Wink. Wink. Oh. You know, it's more like, can you hold this for me? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Jess, what about dear, dear Andromeda? Did she resolve slash add any bonds? I don't think she's resolved anything because a lot of it is very, you know, it's big stuff. Like, she still believes that Pippa is this princess, this fairy tale sort of situation, and she wants to experience the things she has. And I don't think she's learned to really listen well yet, <laughs> which is one of her other bonds. Maybe the only one I can see that might have been resolved is that is her personal bond, which is I'm seeking adventure and I will find it. I'm going to live the tales I've read in storybooks and I'm going to be a hero. It's time to find my destiny. Like I think she has found adventure like fully in the biggest way, but at the same time that also feels like it could extend. So I don't know. That's kind of up to the group. Like what do I write for my personal bond after that? Like she's just going to keep feeling that way forever. So (laughs) until something happens, maybe her personal bond evolves into now that she's a hero. What type of hero does she want to be? That's a, Oh, that's a really good one. That's very good. Do you guys... <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys think this could be considered resolved? Like, she is on an adventure. And in yeah. her mind, especially. Like I step. think she did discover that she she did find herself in the middle of a larger adventure than she thought mm. she was on originally. Because she discovered that, oh, that's what the snowflake tattoo means. I'm on a quest with these people. I'm with a, a princess and a wolf and an author. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On an epic quest to save the world. Like, it's pretty good. In, in Andromeda's eyes, you are on, like, the biggest bohemian group ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Okay, I'm going to call this one resolved then. Yay! And then, Yay! yeah, I think that's awesome, Logan, the idea of it, mm-hmm. like, evolving into, well, now what the hell? Like, who am I? You know? Right. Yeah. It makes you think so, of, like, the hero's journey. It's like, now that you're on the journey, you have to go into the other world once you're in the other world in literary sense, that's when you start like defining yourself as who you are and then you return back to your normal world. So that's exactly it. That's amazing. I, I think I actually, I realized I may have actually written essentially that already for a secondary personal bond that I had written before, which is I've discovered the source of one of the voices that has guided me throughout my life. My grandmother. I'm saddened that I was unable to meet her when she was alive, but I'm so excited to have her traveling with me, even if it's just her skull. I hope to find out more about myself by speaking with her further. So that's kind of like, yeah. who am I? Maybe you're going like, to emulate who grandmama. Am I? <laughs> and then for Buon, <laughs> I have... Buon is a strange but fascinating individual, and he seems to think the same of me. I'm worried that he's hiding something insidious, especially after revealing Cunejo. But I also cannot help wanting to know more about him. 
And then Buwan's companion Kuneho seems to fear or dislike me for some reason. I must know why. <laughs> so <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Excellent. Dun, dun, dun. So how many hero points does Andromeda have? I believe I'm now at two. That's too too many for all of you. <laughs> Don't worry, I have zero. So it works out. Uh, well, you no, you have you one because one? everybody oh, right. starts off with one. Never mind. So. I lied. I have one. Yeah. Okay, Buwan, I imagine you probably have... I don't think you probably have, have had time to resolve anything. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been on for exactly like two episodes. Yeah. He's okay. like, I resolved all my bonds in two episodes. I resolved all my bonds. Give me three hero points right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I got ready. <laughs> just this, this, and this. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll just go through my bonds. Uh, first one I wrote was for Pippa. Um, I wrote Pippa, feels like home. Pippa reminds Buon of his childhood and is something he hasn't realized he's missed. He's looking forward to spending time with the other adult in the room in order to cultivate this feeling further. Oh my god! You just like shaded Abraxas so hard. I call shade bitch. (laughs) And and Andromeda. Well, Andromeda is a baby. So she is a fine. kid. Like, there's there's no getting around that. We're not inviting <laughs> to the table child. as we feast on blood, then. Maybe Abraxas' bond <laughs> will make up for it, then. <laughs> no. It's just cool, Wade. Uh, I love but it. yeah, I mean, like, we're just exploring the how we feel about each other. And I feel like she's the most level-headed, according to Buon. So I'm going to gravitate towards that. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, Abraxas, you're just getting slammed. <laughs> oh, no. All no, I'm like, well, like, I feel like I haven't it really... It is the level-headed you. one. That's true. <laughs> that's i mean that's just a fact i mean was, i remember abraxas you know when he bought he can't even buy anything without like looking to her going hey i'm gonna purchase this thing this is the Mom, right amount right this? <laughs> this is so on brand too because i remember when manette joined the party and it was like odessa and pippa's uh bonds were both like mm, we need to fix abraxas and manette was the only one who's like no he's fine <laughs> like he's perfect <laughs> <laughs> it's happening again <laughs> Well, Buon doesn't want to fix yeah. Abraxas. No, but he's like, he's like, mm, okay. <laughs> like, clearly, well, I like, I like the phrase, the adult in the room of like, okay, clearly, <laughs> this have is a the leader. person who's like, <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly the person who's like in charge, more or less. <laughs> and I'm going to defer yes. to them. She is a Very princess. accurate. Hierarchy wise, she is the most noble. The charismatic leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your fearless, charismatic, occasionally makes pacts with demons leader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you made that pact to save your friends. So, and yourself. Yes, it was very justified. What a leader would do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was a level-headed, leader-like decision. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I believe the term she said when she decided to do it was, fuck it. (laughs) Yes, those were the words of someone who's really thought this through. (laughs) What about what's next there, Buwan? Uh, next, I have a Braxis. I labeled it Lunar Brother. <gasps> oh, I know, yeah. Make me all the clamped. I was about to say, it's like we actually went down <laughs> the same road. I think a Braxis seems to be a kindred spirit, another child of the moon. However, they each manifest this connection in different ways. A Braxis, through transforming his body, Buwan, by separating a piece of himself. He wants to learn more about these differences in order to learn how to replicate it in his own connection. Uh-huh. Mm. So. I got the soul part down, but what about the body? That's something he hasn't cracked yet, so I thought that would be a cool connection. You're not the adult, but you're the brother. <laughs> uh, hold on a little. Oh, I'm wipe my eyes over here. <laughs> For Andromeda, I labeled it little one. Andromeda invokes pity. 
and a need to be shielded from the ways of the world. But Buon is also highly suspicious, if not afraid of what lies further beyond the mask of innocence. Cuneo doesn't fear death, yet they are afraid of Andromeda. Why? Similar question. It's a good question. Buon is such an aristocrat. It comes out in their boss. Everything they write. Shade. It just doesn't even help. Yeah. <laughs> you can't help it. He's like, yes, you do look good today for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. And then I wrote a personal bond. Uh, I labeled it broken and amnesiac. Buon prides himself on knowing things and he can't remember four days. He finds himself weakened physically because I have minus one strength modifier. And Kuneho has fallen in battle for the first time in forever. Buwan needs to fix himself and discover what happened to him during those missing four days. Because that weighs heavily on his mind. Yeah, Woof. I bet. And I'm sure everyone else would like to know too, but Buwan really wants to know. Like, this is some weird shit going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then my last bond is with Argentea. What is it? I thought it was for the hut. Killing but the it's for Argentea. <laughs> it's labeled a conundrum. What is this creature with Princess Pippa's face? (laughs) How did I not notice it before? I am fascinated and want to learn more, especially since it seems that Pippa may be able to understand what it's like to be a summoner since she has a familiar. Oh, God. (laughs) But yeah, I completely forgot that Argentea was there and like Buon would have like zeroed in on that shit and be like, whoa, you have one too crazy he doesn't like that he didn't notice it (laughs) you repressed it i think all of us are doing that we repressed it it's so traumatic we repress it till we see it again denial we one's gonna (laughs) exhume that shit and be like no let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it (laughs) i need to understand that is so good what if we do some role play and it goes into the body (laughs) i love you pippa (laughs) oh god no please don't do that (laughs) dustin already does that (laughs) pippa pippa why don't you cuddle with me? I just Why want love. I'm like a mirror you can't break. <laughs> I'm Am like your Damon. Except you literally can't because I think if you do kill it, it just ends up back in its like little in chest box. and regenerates. Oh yeah, and then it eats its it doesn't body. regenerate. Another one forms and it eats its old, its dead body. <laughs> That's so gross. Yeah, but uh, those are my bonds. Well, where we last left you, y'all had just killed the lovely beast of Gygast, the infernal dire boar. The beast of Gygast? Oh, I can't say that. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 And he lies at the bottom of the pit. I'm guessing eventually the pit goes away and he just kind of pops up at the top. And his body's there, broken a little bit from the fall. <laughs> Good job with that trip there, Andromeda. What would you all like to do? Hey. Uh, Braxis is going to look at everyone, pinch the bridge of his nose, and there's no reason for you folks to get involved. I'll, I'll take care of the tusks. Buon would like to walk up to Braxis and put a hand on his shoulder. May I? He's like asking for permission without saying what he wants to do first. But he's just like kind of gesturing towards the body. I assure you. I'm going to help the creature. Continue. He doesn't know where the moon is, right? Or like where the moon would be because we're in a room. Yeah, you're in a room in a land. You don't know where you're at, really. Okay, so he's going to take his best guess and just try to assume where north is and kind of like face towards the northern star at least. He's going to do a ritual to try to help the soul of the boar pass on. Okay. And so he's just just going to like pray a little bit. He kind of like grabs at his forehead again and like spreads it out over the body 
and you might see a little light, you might not, and then he kind of like blows it away up into the sky. And he says, you may continue. I don't know about the rest of the party, but I think Pippa would be able to pick up. He's not a happy camper right now. Yeah, and she's definitely watching kind of the proceedings going on around the test, which you can definitely see that like you relax a little bit, but not doing too great. So why don't you roll me a survival there, Abraxas, to see if you can get off the tusks in a proper way. Oh man, I rolled really low. 18 still, but... I like that your roll was one and your your survival is plus 17. You only needed a 14 survival, so literally you could have just went, I have a skill oh. of 17. <laughs> so yes, you are able with skill It's to... happening. <laughs> with, with a lot of skill, you are very easily able to remove the tusks, and I'm ser- sure you're doing it in a way that respects the animal even after death and you have the tusks yeah he gives it a pat it's like oh, i'm sorry cousin and he gives it a little a little tap and yeah he just he takes them and walks away he's not gonna eat it he's not gonna prepare it he's just walking away from it not looking back heading to the main chamber does he pass by pippa at all um I, of, you're like in the area where like the exit is yeah he'll he'll walk by you and he's still looking really tense as you walk by if, if you're walking like slowly enough she kind of reaches up touches your leg as you walk by and falls into step next to you he'll match your pace that he now he's used to match your pace mm-hmm. and yeah he's he'll sync up are you all right you seem more shook than normal i don't like that this creature had to be put down for a as part of a Witch's game, a ritual key, whatever, whatever this hut's demanding from us. And uh, this hut is most likely going to demand, or this quest is going to demand much of a... uh, It already has, Pippa. It's demanded a lot of us, from us, and uh, we'll continue to deliver. But this one, it doesn't settle well with me to massacre this beast. Yeah, I can understand that. Not an especially auspicious start to this. You know how I feel about this place, and witches in general. Uh, I'll I'll get over it's fine. We, Are you going to be all right? Is there anything I can do to make this easier? I think I just have to digest this one for a bit. Thank you, though. Ar- Argentea rubs against your foot, giving you a comforting nug uh, and purrs. My fur does like a little weird <laughs> shudder. Scat, get away, go! <laughs> <laughs> None of your nonsense now. <laughs> okay, so you guys all head into the next room? Yeah. Yes. Ulan scoops up Argentea along the way. Puts them on a shoulder. Oh, you're like, here, kitty. I just throw the tusks at whatever it's roosting on. They bounce against the orb that's glowing in the middle and just fall onto the ground. And There's your price. The raven looks at you for a second. The amulet holds one of the three clues you seek. It reveals the first ingredients for Baba Yaga's kettle. Look for this key where the time catches up to us all. The raven then clutches both the boar's tusks in each talon, lifts himself atop the glowing orb in the nest as he lands, and the orb light winks out and the raven disappears. But as he does so, you hear him call one last mysterious phrase. Look for the mother when the moon is full. Great. More riddles. I thought that we killed this thing so that it would tell us what was going on. When you look over, you see that it has actually left an, that amulet it was wearing on the orb. Abraxas is just going to lean against the door leading in here, and he's, he's just going to wait. Uwan is going to walk up to the amulet. He's not going to touch it, but he's just going to kind of like look back and see if anyone else wants to join him. Uh, Pippa's definitely going to be right there with him. 
this is uh, odd, Nalang. Indeed. Yes, we should check for magical energies. Yeah, is that something you can do? Buon taps his forehead and like licks it down. Is there anything radiating off of it? It is not magical. But when you look at it, you see the iron amulet, and then you also see the orb. The orb is just a solid spear of rust-coated iron. Uh, no, there is no magic, but uh, it looks inert. Would you like me to pick it up? I th- I'll hang on to it for now. That was a test. <laughs> when you look when you look at the iron uh, amulet uh it's engraved with a single rune if somebody wants to do a linguistics check i you might be able to tell you what it says it was like leaning forward he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> getting your reading glasses out pippa shows him the amulet and she's like have you seen this before this rune i can't quite parse what it says you feel like the words are almost within reach, but you can't quite grasp it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Princess. I do not seem to recognize this. It's on the tip of my tongue. I, I think the battle wore me out. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I think we're all a little worse for wear after that one. I remember getting, oh, getting some special glasses out of Baba Yaga's library when we first oh. got into the hut. Let me see if I've got them in my pack. She rustles around in her bag for a second, and then she's like, ah! Yeah, these should work. I mean, I hope. They're these giant Coke bottle yes. glasses. They look <laughs> god-awful on you. You would I don't think Pippa would like it. Nope. But, uh, you know, she'll do what she must for the cause, for the quest, you know? Great. So she's going to look at it holding these glasses against her eyes. What does it say? It, the, the rune is Iobarian for dragon. Sure. Oh. That's where we are. Yes. For dragon? So I think Pippa's going to like, after showing it to Boomwan and she's just going to, looking at it through the glasses, are, are Andromeda and Abraxas, have they walked up to them at that point? Oh no, he's totally sure. brooding by the door. Are you still brooding by the door? Yeah, you could pick up. He's just by the door going, I'm ready for the next thing. Yeah, his mm-hmm. body language is just um, like, he he's over it. Like he's he's checked out. You could you okay. can tell. He'll engage if you call him because you're Pippa, but uh, <laughs> you can tell his body language is, I'm checked out. I'm still pissed. I'm brooding. I don't think I've ever seen super broody of Abraxas. Yeah, he's just got his arms crossed. He's still in hybrid form. His tail's wagging listlessly, and he's just kind of by the door. Oh, buddy. It's like, wag. You're he's in rev shape. You're not the adult in the room. See? That's true. <laughs> I, I, I didn't disagree with you. Okay, well then Pippa is going to turn back to Buon and just be like, rat, well, it very helpfully says dragon. Oh. So helpful. I'm so glad that this amulet is, as advertised, a very understandable clue. <laughs> yes, dragons, mothers, moons. Glad we went and we fought that boar for this amulet that says dragon that is so helpful. <laughs> well, puzzles lead to answers and answers lead to actions. So this is only good. She kind of eyeballs him a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) He is earnest. He's that, like, he means that. (laughs) She's like, all right, so he really likes puzzles. I guess that's good. (laughs) I just have this picture of Nick Offerman from uh, Parks and Rec, but he has the the puzzle thing where he goes around and gets so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know Sudoku? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Dear God. Yeah, is there anything else about the amulet, Dustin? No, it's just a pretty straightforward iron amulet with the rune on it. And it says dragon. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's our whole clue. Yep. What would you all like to do? Weep in a corner, mourn the boar. (laughs) 
no. Well, unfortunately, if you look at you look at this, there is no real corners in the hallway. No, I know. There's people in the room. She's been thinking more about the things the Raven has told them. She doesn't like riddles, uh, but that doesn't mean that she's not good at picking picking up on clues. She just thinks they're a waste of time. <laughs> Pretty. She is reasonably intelligent. Bulan, you said earlier that there were three doors. Yes. And the Raven told us that this is the first of three clues. Yes. I think I'm inclined to agree with the Braxis that the other two clues are probably behind those doors, behind yet more things we have yeah. to fight for them. That seems pretty straightforward and uh, logical. I mean, I hope that's what it is, because if it's not that, and it's something more complicated, I'm going to lose it. Perhaps one is a puzzle. I would like that. You see a little gleam in Buwan's eye. <laughs> puzzle. Like, yes. Is Buwan <laughs> excited that there might be a puzzle? If it's a pursuit of knowledge, yes. Intellectual flex, oh, he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's failed like every single one of his intellectual checks. I know, checks. it's really disappointing. <laughs> so do you guys want to move down to the next door then? or That's my vote. A symbol carved upon the door to this chamber resembles a downward-facing crescent resting on a horizontal line with arrows pointing outward. A vertical bisecting line with arrows pointing both directions runs from top to bottom. Um, if somebody wants to roll a Arcana or Linguistics check, you might be able to know more about it. You all know for, by now that this is an Iobarian symbol. Before we do anything else, I'm going to roll a trap finding check. Okay. And I got a 23. It is free of traps. I got a 26 Beautiful. on my Arcana check. It is the Iobarian witch symbol for night. The first one was like shadow, right? Like twilight. Twilight, that's right, because I had the spell. Twilight and then night. Seems to be following a pattern. <laughs> Braxis is going to be right by the door. He's used to, again, his routine, and he's, you know, warned and drama as far as this is Pippa's kind of domain, and she's the one that usually gives us the all clear. Um, well, if everybody's kind of done examining it, for what it's worth, it's safe to go through the door. Allow me to go first, then. Yeah, probably you first. I'll have his great sword at the ready, and he's going to go in slowly wavering darkness devours everything that lies beyond the threshold thick stone columns and wooden beams entangled with pale moonflower blossoms support the room's high vaulted ceiling a faintly glowing blood red orb dangles from a black iron chain in the center of the room a darkness swallows the entire chamber but the glowing red orb provides light within a 10 foot radius as you step through, sounds that you imagine would m echo throughout this chamber almost seem muted and almost forced to be quiet. I have dark vision. That doesn't work for magical darkness, does it? No, it does not. No, and you need like the next level of it. Same thing here. Not until level. 11. Once I'm 11th level, I can see perfectly in, in, in darkness of any kind, even in absolute darkness or the darkness created by a deep darkness spell. Which... <laughs> but not yet, because we're still 7th level. So right now, I just have dark vision. Yeah, and you notice, like, if you tried to talk at all, like, or raise your voice, it's it's almost like everything is just an even tone. Like, if you scream, oh, it would come out as an even tone. I'll do a little raven whistle. Not like I could do it, like, perfectly, or a little raven. I can't speak it without magic, but I'm going to emulate the best I can. Basically, Colin is like, there's got to be a raven in this room, so I'm doing, like, a little or whatever, whatever the equivalence is for ravens. As you do that, a deformed albino raven with red eyes perched in the rafters, hidden among the moonflower blossoms, flies down and lands on the orb. The red glow paints the white raven as if it was covered in blood. And it just stares at you with kind of a cocked head, kind of like a, what are you here for? Hello, we talked to your friend. 
just a few minutes ago in the <laughs> other room, the Twilight Room. <laughs> it, it turns its head the other way. Yes, what, uh, what mysteries do you have for us, cousin? We now bear the some sort of amulet. It perks up when you say the amulet, sits and stares for just a second and goes, you have the amulet, which has convinced me of your intentions. You have yet to convince me of your wit. To prove your cleverness, you must find the answer to my riddle. I mark night's coming. I will mark your end. I run not in fear. I have not a friend. The answer to the riddle lies within the passage of night. To find the path to what you seek, drink from the silver chalice within the grotto. Go now and do not return to me unless you can prove your worth. Run. That seems... Run like the sands of Maybe. Uh, an hourglass. So do you all wish to proceed to the next room or what would you like to do? We kind of gotta. Uh, yeah. Kind of gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, find the grotto. I guess this is Buon's time to shine since he loves riddles. <laughs> Apparently Abraxas has a secret love for riddles I know, too. Abraxas... <laughs> Abraxas seems to be like, hmm. <laughs> I don't think if I would have been playing a druid, I would have thought immediately, but like the first couple lines I remember, because I try to be Abraxas, you know, when I'm playing, and just like the, you know, fangs, the antlers, uh, t- you know, the tusks, that was the first thing that I thought of. If but I don't right think I would have. I'm going to like piss my pants, because like this is <laughs> unbelievable. You are so good at riddles if you're right again. Yeah. Angel's amazing at this. <laughs> Like, I would never have thought of that. So you move forward to the next room. Hundreds of tangled roofs dangle from a raw earthen ceiling of a rough-hewn circular grotto, which is filled with dark, placid water. A narrow stone walkway leads to a circular platform in the center of the room, upon which rests a stone table set with five silver chalices. About the perimeter of the grotto, a few feet above the waterline, five deep alcoves have been dug into the grotto walls. Though shadowed by darkness, a faint glitter sparkles from deep within each alcove. So it's dark enough for us to see it's a grotto. We can see that there's water. And the alcoves, is it just like a little glimmer like we can't see in there? Or like if we look at one of them? Each of those alcoves are just shrouded in darkness. You can't see into them. I mean, my first instinct is to go up to the chalices and see if they're different. Okay. I'm assuming we can't notice from afar. No, you probably have to get close up. Is Buon going to move up? Buon is a little more hesitant, so he will turn to everyone and be like, mm, they seem to be five silver chasses. We might need to go closer to inspect them. Pippa's going to do a quick trap finding check on this room too. Just, you know, for, for fun. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Uh, no trap. I suggest we avoid the water for the time being. Let me do a check. I want to do like a detect magic on the water. And then maybe while you're doing that, the rest of us can take a peek at the chalices, I guess, in the middle. Also, how deep? Yeah, how deep is the water? You can't tell. It's an inky blackness. Oh, is it? It's also magical blackness inside of it, inside the water? I have dark vision. No, it's like a muddied water. Okay. Mm. Right, like it's not like a light condition? Yeah. What if I detect magic on the chalices and they attack their mimics no (laughs) (laughs) i'm not that close (laughs) the chalices have an aura of transmutation and evocation and as you look closer because i'm assuming you get closer to do that or do you do it from afar i would no yeah i would like to get closer and i like i want to touch one of them 
So a couple things happen. First off, Ooh. you notice inside each of the chalices is a dark liquid. When you get close enough to touch it, you can smell it. it smells like wine. Yum. And when you, you see runes that kind of outline the top of the bowl, and when you touch the bowl, uh, um, almost moonlight shines down on the alcove. Looking down at the map to the top right, all of a sudden shines down and lights up the alcove. And you see a cage there. Uh, and something inside oh. the cage. And at the same time, some stepping stones go out to that cage. <gasps> that is so oh. creepy. Buon wants to try to see if he can figure out those runes. So roll me one linguistics check and we'll see if it, and if he pass it, we'll just make it work for all of them. If Buon doesn't get it, he's going to be so fucking pissed and he's going to be like, <laughs> I, need, I, I need to study on Iobarian right now. <laughs> okay, that might be it. 22. You pass. Oh, thank God. Mm, oh, damn. And what you read, so the first one says mirror. The second one says apple. The third one says hourglass. The fourth one says athame. The fifth one says a key. Like a key? Abraxas, how in the shit did you, how in the shit did you get this again? <laughs> no, because you said, you said the run represents something else. And I know, but I just then went you the- were like sand and like, I cannot imagine. I play a lot of RPGs, sorry. <laughs> you do, I mean, I do too, but I'm like not that smart, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it's from reading Tolkien as a child. <laughs> Brax is going to clink on the hourglass um, bowl with his claw. Yeah, I'll touch clink, it. Clink. Go run over and, or whoever wants to run over and get it. Oh, wait, do we drink out of the... Wait, do we oh drink yeah, do we thing? drink out of yeah, it? Yeah, because they're filled with wine. Sure, I'll drink one. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. no, uh, no. Let me. Uh, no, I do not fear uh, consequences. Not I've already done it. I've already done. It. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh my god. Oh, god. Andromeda. And I'm and I'm sorry, I misspoke. So which one do you drink the wine of? I'll drink the one that says hourglass. Okay. When you drink the wine, the steps then appear for about 18 seconds and then disappear. My bad. It wasn't touching the chalice. Touching the chalice redoes the moonlight onto the... It was drinking the wine. Drinking the wine reveals the stepping stones. I'll run out there. I have the highest speed. Okay. Unless y'all have a speed of 50. Mm -mm. Nope. I sure don't. (laughs) I just rush out there with wolf speed. So Abraxas, you move over and so you see a cage that is chained to the ground and inside is the hourglass, but it is locked. So what do you wish to do? Okay, so there's an hourglass inside of a cage? Yeah, it's locked inside of a chained down cage. Oh, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk back. This thing's locked. There's a lock on it. And the stones disappear. Uh, I drink from the chalice again, if there's anything left. The, what you notice is every time you drink, it doesn't go down. Oh. Oh. oh that's okay. convenient. So maybe if she just kept drinking and, like, kept chugging it, the stones <laughs> would just stay put. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> I'm pass getting off, so drunk. We're going to waterfall it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a cage. It's locked. There's an hourglass inside. I'm guessing the hourglass turns into the, uh, I'm assuming it turns into an amulet. Another ingredient, I assume. Uh, Pippa, I, you know, I'm all thumbs when it comes to locks. Um, yep, this seems like a job for, well, me. <laughs> I, I'd like you not to go on your own, so I'm, I, I want to accompany you. Well, to get across those stones before they disappear, I actually rather think you might need to carry me, if that's all right. Yeah. Oh, this would be uh, Buon's first time seeing me. He's seen me go, what, human to hybrid, but never to full wolf. So I'm going to get down on all four and get my first shake, and I'm a wolf. And I'll do my little kneel thing. Does Andromeda drink from the chalice? 
Yeah. <laughs> Getting a little hammered. I'll rush across. Like, I'll rat Andromeda. Bottoms up. Roll me a constitution there, Andromeda. Oh. Sure. <laughs> That's not a bad one for me, actually. Hey, guys. I'm feeling great. I am 19 years <laughs> old. This is my first ever alcohol. <laughs> Oh my god, we're bad influence. Like I was just about to say, we do not endorse underage drinking. Do you mean I fortitude guess. by constitution? Oh, well, yeah, fortitude. Let's do fortitude. Yeah, so it's like 26. Okay, you're doing fine. I kind of, I really wanted you to fail that, because that would have been nothing but humorous. She's buzzed. <laughs> so you move across, and uh, you try to pick the lock there, right, Pippa? Let me roll my disabled device. Okay, that is going to be a 20. So you're sitting there and you're struggling and you're trying to get it loose and you just can't seem to get it and you break the pick. Just as you break the pick and you, I'm imagining probably curse of some sort, the stones from below you drop out and you and Abraxas both fall into the water. Oh shit. <laughs> the Fantastic Worlds Podcast uh, is a Fantastic Pods production. Oh, man. What? We okay. hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough and want to join the FWP community, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Fantastic Pods, checking out how strong our meme game is at Fantastic Worlds Pods on Instagram, and following us on Discord. Want even more of the FWP crew? Consider joining us on Patreon at FantasticWorlds.cash. Oh, I'm so worried about that. You know what? You never told me if my dis- my detect magic detected any magic in that water. Well, because you had changed it and said you wanted to do the chalice. Uh, I didn't change it. I just said I also wanted to detect magic on the chalice. Okay, well, we'll, we'll handle that next episode. Uh, I am Dustin, your game dad master. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I'm Abby, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine. This is Angel. The room now smells like wet dog. Great job, Dustin. <laughs> uh, you can reach me at Espinosa916. This is Jess. Just hoping to detect some magic if she can. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Hank the Clank. Uh, this is Logan. You can find me at Mainman08. And I have one thing I do want to say. Please join our Reddit. It exists. I think there's oh. currently only 11 people <laughs> on there. Aw. I would like more than I expected. I would like it to grow bigger. I think last time it was just a conversation between Dustin and myself. (laughs) (laughs) Talking (laughs) talking about the the last episode. So, you know. Maybe some more people. (laughs) Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hankinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for use of your sound effects and music. Thank you, everyone, who has been giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher. We hope you enjoy the show. And if you do... Do us a favor and spread the word with friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic waterless adventures. Run, because every time there's riddles, run does not mean like run, literally. The physical action of running. Like river, like like a river. Running water.
water or sand or um oh sand mercury oh oh shoot oh dang there you go flip in sand the thing oh my god angel brain. why are you so smart you got the um <laughs> the mark your end um mark your um, end i marked uh, coming. Hourglass. I mark- the, there we go god damn i was like i can brain fart 